Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Among the First, a pop punk podcast brought to you from Provo, Utah. Welcome to episode six of the pop punk podcast, Among the First. This is your co-host with the most, Quigs, Quigmaster Flash, Brandon Quigley, at Meme Lord Quigs. Hit me up. Here with my boy, Vance. Always here. Always a pleasure. Tell the people what's good, Vance. Um, well, we have an awesome episode coming up for you guys today. Stoked. This has been one of my favorite episodes, and I say that about a bunch of them, but really, we had the chance to interview one of the coolest bands to ever come out of Provo, Utah. Probably the coolest band to ever come out of Provo, Utah. I agree. I'll be, I'll be very aggressive, (laughs) and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had a chance to interview Wired for Havoc. Wired for Havoc! Um, they're coming up a bit later. But before we get started with that interview, we want to let you guys know that today's episode... um, We got a sponsor. (laughs) We got a sponsor. Yeah. So um, we want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Five Sushi Brothers. Uh, Have you ever heard of these guys before, Quicks? Oh, yeah, Vance. Oh, yeah. I've been been fans of Five Sushi Brothers since back in Nam. They're the only late night sushi place. In Provo, right? Yeah, they are the only late night sushi place in Provo. I think there are some other sushi places, but this one is a Provo native restaurant. And it's open late. Nice. Nowhere is open late in Provo. Provo native among the first. Yeah. Water for Havoc. Dude, Five oh, Sushi Brothers. Oh my gosh. We're going back to the basics today. Seriously, it's all Provo today. Word up. Um, but real, real talk though, they're the only places, one of the few places in Provo open past 9 o'clock. Yeah. They actually open at 7, the restaurant does, so you can go inside and check out some fresh sushi or have it delivered to you free of charge here in P-Town. Yeah, so if you live here in Provo, you can get your sushi delivered for free um, after 9 p.m. Like I said, it is a late night restaurant, so you can go to the restaurant, order some food, play Super Smash Bros while you're eating your food, hanging out with your friends from 7 to midnight, but if you want to have it delivered to your place... You got to wait till 9 p.m. because they're only open late. And you just go to their website, 5sushibrothers.com, click order now, and um, check out their menu. And they have, their menu's got a wide variety, you know, got the sushi classics, the California, the Las Vegas, with their own little flair on it, whatever. And for people who don't like sushi, I don't know who possibly couldn't like sushi. Now, I don't like sushi. But that's so weird. (laughs) Whoa. But if you don't like sushi, they got some fake de- some fake sushi, dessert sushi rolls, actually delicious as I'll get out, called the Panda Dad. We're talking toasted coconut, strawberry, banana, more strawberry, more coconut, and chocolate. Seriously, there really isn't a reason you shouldn't check out Five Sushi Brothers, especially if you live here in Provo. Um, you can go check out their restaurant. Um, it's super new. Go play Smash. They're at 445 North Freedom Boulevard in Provo. Again, they're open from 7 to midnight, or you can have them delivered to your place after 9 p.m. for free. Um, but as an added bonus, on Saturday nights at 11, from 11 to 12, every single roll is only 5 bucks. Get that preset with sushi off. <laughs> Seriously. So check them out. Check them out. 5sushibrothers.com. Do it up. But without further ado, let's we're, get into the interview. We're here with the legends. Wired for Havoc. Woo! All right, and we are here, as promised, with Wired for Havoc. Wired for Havoc so, is a local band. Yeah, so if you guys could go ahead and introduce yourselves, um, and then one of you could introduce the two that aren't here, right? 
Yeah, perfect. So just say your name and then what band, <clears throat> what instrument you play. I'm Chase. I play guitar. I'm Sean. I play the drums. I'm Axel and I play bass. Sweet. All right. And then, uh, yeah, the two others that aren't here, Andrew, vocalist, who couldn't be here because he's closing for his job. He's not. And he's not that <laughs> <laughs> Really. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And then um, Devin White. Um, he's the other guitarist. I don't know what he's doing. He's always traveling. Yeah, Dude, I follow him somewhere. on Snapchat, and he's like always everywhere. Yeah, he, he's, he's just, always somewhere. He's just always going, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does. What he does is like he uh, puts up billboards for a living. Oh. So like he'll have to go to like you know Reno or you know Arizona and just go all over Utah just to put up billboards. Wow. And it's and it, he does it on his own time too, and it's so dope. Dang, that's <laughs> way cool. Yeah. That's sweet. Well. um... Let's get right into it. I kind of want to ask you guys, well, we want to ask you guys a couple questions, um, kind of get to know the band a little bit. I've been a fan for, for a while now. Funny story, actually, the way that I like discovered you guys and heard of you is I was sitting in a class at UVU, and I was sitting there, and it was the last day of class, but it was like one of those big auditorium classes where there's a ton of people, and it was the day of the final, and so we had like two sections of the class met at two different times but met all together to take the final oh, yeah. and I was sitting there typing on my computer and Andrew actually saw me from like behind me and he saw like this man overboard sticker on my computer and he's like oh you defend pop punk and I thought he was making fun of me <laughs> that's so <laughs> Andrew <laughs> oh I seriously thought he was making fun of me and so I was like uh yeah you know defend it and he's like dude me too and I was like wait what and then we started talking, and he's like, yeah, if you want to come see my band, like, check out this video. And so he showed me the video for Never Bring Me Down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, dude, it was sick. I loved it. And so, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And I, like, texted my buddy in Arizona, who's who's super into this kind of music, too. And he wants you guys to come to Arizona, by the way. Oh, dude. we're trying to. We're, we're trying to. <laughs> like, we're, we've tried to line that up, like, multiple times to play with Safe and... Yeah, it's just like it just hasn't happened yet, but hopefully soon it'll get there. It'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. yeah. after that, I think I, I came and saw you guys at the loading dock, oh, yeah. um, and then definitely the it was like last October the the album release. Yeah, at, at uh, was it uh, Muse? Muse. Muse? Yeah. Muse. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> I was about to say rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah, that was a great venue. It is a great venue. It was yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, anyways, to get into it. Um, how did you guys, how did the band form? Mm. Dude, that is a long story. <laughs> let's give it like the, no, let's the give it like, uh, like the, like the shortest summary we can. Probably the shortest summary is, uh, okay. So we, we used to like, so I played in a band and Sean played it in Wired for Havoc and, um, my band was going through some stuff. So I was like looking for a new project and they, I knew that they were looking for a bassist. So I hit them up and. So I joined Wired for Havoc as a bassist, and we we went for a couple of years, and then we kind of took a hiatus, and then got things going back up a couple of years ago, or maybe a year or two ago now. Yeah. But um, and just we've gone through a few different member changes just throughout the throughout the time of being uh, being together, and uh, eventually we got Axel. But like it's just like there was just a lot of stuff. Like we both played in different bands and. Just, it was just really convenient. Yeah. Um, like, we were just playing local shows at Booth Brothers in Spanish Fork all the time. Okay. And, like, that's where we met Chase, and that's where we started becoming friends. And then, you know, when then our old bassist, Caleb, our first bassist, um, you know, we apparently things didn't work out with him. You know, we 
um, we wanted to be more, you know, professional and more serious. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, things took a turn and Caleb left. And so we're like, hey, Chase, we're already friends with you. You want to be bassist? And he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. So, like, we played a few shows with Chase and it was just awesome. Like, the energy was amazing. You know, like, the writing process was so, was a lot smoother and it was quick. And so we're like, this is a great lineup. Like, let's, just, let's do this, you know? And so that lasted for a while, and then um, there, and then the time when I left the band. Oh yeah, Sean left for a while. I had to leave because <laughs> dude, of, that was that was stupid of me. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst thing I could, I've ever done. Sean left. Um, our old guitarist left. Luckily, we got Sean back. I don't know where we would be if we didn't get Sean back. <laughs> but I mean, we actually had, uh, I don't know if you know, no robot, but uh, I, I think I, they played with the one time that I saw. Yeah. They, they played like we played with them like so many times. Yeah. Um, but their drummer actually drummed for us for a while too. Okay. It was just like, it took a, it took a lot to get to where we are now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Just going through so, dude, I can't even tell you how many people we auditioned and Funny stories with that, too. Yeah, dude, yeah. there's a lot of funny stories with that. <laughs> that sounds cool. But yeah, I'm glad to be back, obviously. And, <laughs> I mean, I can go on about my, you know, my time away from the band, but that's what I'm talking That's a dark, dark <laughs> that's time. That's a dark, dark we shouldn't get dark, into. The dark days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're happy as a, as a band now with the member lineup. Yes. You know, even though Houston left. Right, was, yeah, I remember. I mean, that's when Axel jumped in, right? Yeah, yeah. that's when we got Axel. We were already really good friends with yeah, those guys. I feel like I, I feel like I saw you at shows before. I mean, yeah, dude, he was band. he was at shows all the time, yeah. just like singing the lyrics. Yeah, and dude, stuff. sing along, going ham, <laughs> and like, and like, I don't know. We just ended up being good friends with uh, him and Haley, and uh, and like he played guitar. Um, before he joined, like, I guess he still technically plays guitar, but he just plays <laughs> bass guitar. for us, but like, like he's, he's freaking rips on guitar. <laughs> uh, Oops. Gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, he rips on guitar and, uh, he just, uh, but he's, he's he picked up bass and just too. like that. And it was, it was awesome. Like it, this transition couldn't have been more smooth. Like it was perfect. Like, we'll, we'll always miss Houston, you know, but yeah. he, the reason why he left is because, you know, he was married, he right. had his own path, um, and, you know, I guess it was that time for him to just, you know, this is, it was kind of becoming a burden to him, and I don't blame him, yeah, because right. he, it's, it's he, a he was looking for a new house, he was, you know, looking to save up more money, start a family, start a family, like, stuff like that. that, that's his decision, you know? really. yeah. and we totally respect that, and so we're like, okay, man, and so we just parted ways, and you know, we're still good friends with them, like, like, there's no, you know, hurt feelings anywhere. No bad yeah. blood. But, yeah, and so, Axel came in, and we can be more happy now, so. Yeah, Sweet. Perfect. Good deal. That's good stuff. <laughs> and so, um, kind of along those lines, you know, we were thinking, like, you know, Utah, Utah Valley, Utah in general is not, like, a very good scene for, uh, for yeah. punk music. How did you guys kind of, how did you guys get into that, like? I do. I think honestly, the only reason that like we actually have a a good following here in Utah is just because like we've been around for so long now. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's kind of hard for it to catch, and like it's it's taken. Uh, I don't know. It's kind it kind of sucks because like down here in Provo, you kind of have like this indie pop like 
scene and then up in Salt Lake it's just like metal and yeah. like really heavy stuff and so like we don't necessarily fit in with either category. No. And so it's just like... Which is why you guys are amazing. It's <laughs> like, so at the time, we're like, what should our genre be? And and then Andrew's like, how about we just write whatever we want? Yeah. And yeah. so we're like, okay. like So we like, we didn't want to be like anyone else because we would just blend in too easy. So we just, yeah. we wanted to, you know, separate ourselves and try to, you know, just... I don't know, just be ourselves as a band and just write what we want to write. And it came out as pop punk, you know, yeah. sometimes a little bit of heavy influences, you know, mm -hmm. and over time it became more heavier, but still on the pop punk side. Sure. Yeah. Like, cause we, all of us, we like, we're, we're not, well, when it comes to genres, we love all types of genres. Like we're not picky, um, except country. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, like we just, decided to write what we write want to write and you know releasing all that all that all of our music so far like we're just surprised of the attention that we got from it especially here in utah yeah, yeah it's kind of bizarre it's bizarre because like i think it, i think a lot of it is just time like i don't know and then yeah for being being here for a while you know when you think of local bands i think people think of wire for Happy when it comes to their mind i you know i think <laughs> you're like i hope it's like i don't know i, I feel like we're it. just one of those bands that have been around for yeah. a while now so you're just like yeah. established right yeah that's cool. definitely yeah i remember like so i moved here i'm from arizona where the pop punk scene is huge like oh, yeah. i saw tons of good shows i actually knew safe so simple was before i moved here and then oh, like really? i never got to see them though like it just didn't ever work out i never got to see them and so when i finally got to see them here in Provo, it was sick and i just introduced myself to josh and and Derek and I was like, I'm from Arizona, and like we've been to the same shows together, and like that's it was crazy, cool. that's dude. Cool. It was Those guys crazy. are really cool. I love, I like them a lot. They are so cool. And uh, and so when I got here, I was really bummed that pretty much like you can only find indie bands here in Provo at least. And so when I finally met Andrew, and then I got to go see you guys, it, it was like amazing. I kind of felt like at home again. And then oh, especially cool. when I got to see you guys in Provo. Because that was, I mean, I didn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. It was, just, yeah, right it was so nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Dude, yeah. Pop, I, I feel like pop punk bands that pop up, like, here in this area, like, they're always really short-lived. Yeah. Like, they come up and they come up and go really quick. Like, it doesn't even matter how good they are. Like, they just, like, they come and go. And I don't know yeah. what happens to them. But. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm just glad <laughs> that you guys have stuck around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But speaking a little bit about kind of... You guys said you just wrote music and ended up being pop punk. That had to do with, I mean, some of your interests and your influences. Mm -hmm. What kind of bands are you guys, like, listening to currently? Like, maybe not brand new music, but what bands do you, like, are on heavy rotation right now? What mm. What do you think influences most your your writing? Yeah. Oh, man. That might be a hard <laughs> that's question. Tough, it's kind of, I guess that's kind of, like, generic. and No, asking a musician that, like... It's just like, oh crap, like, I have a lot of influence. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> just like, one? where do I even start? Because it's just like, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of influences from stuff that's like, for me at least, like, stuff that's like really heavy from like Chelsea Grin to like stuff that's really not heavy, like the 1975 and like some okay. like rap stuff. Like, that's kind of like what influences me, so... Like it's just so like much all everywhere. over the place. It's everywhere. Yeah. That's all right. Solid. Yeah. Influences like, I think us as a whole as a band like 
ever since like 2013 or 2011 like over time like our influences have changed yeah you know like it's um anywhere from like a day to remember to yeah like, like there's a time when we were like obsessed with like a day to remember and that type of genre now we're obsessed with like I, I don't know like it's crazy <laughs> like influences change all the time <laughs> no that's it's true crazy. That's but, true. like, I want to say that what we like, our influence that we stick to is just, you know, really meaningful lyrics as best as, most, best as possible that we, yeah. we can portray. And that's what Andrew does so well uh, when it comes to lyrics is that he can take the lyrics he's written and then, like, structure them to the way that it flows with the song and also have those catchy melodies as, at the same time. Yeah. And so um, I, I think that's, like, what we're really proud of and also just, like... Um, I don't know like I've heard from other people that were like really unique pop punk yeah but they can't they, they call us Blink-182 and I don't see that I don't see that I don't, at all. I don't see it at all yeah <laughs> some call us like a heavy Sum 41 or something like that and, huh. yeah it's all over the place it's all over the place but you know we're still we're still gonna do what we wanna do and you know just do it honestly so, nice well, and I know that, Axel, you were played in a band before Wired for Havoc, right? Um, yeah, I had, like, a few projects, like, in high school, just, like, um, with my friends and stuff. But I was always into, like, heavier stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like just from what I saw on Facebook or, or whatever, like, it seemed heavier. I don't think I ever got a chance to listen to it, but it seemed like it was heavier. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just like heavier music, like Tyler's Murder, Chelsea Green. Cool. But, uh... Actually came down here to watch Former Tides because I became friends with them. That's how I kind of came across Wired for Havoc. And like that's really when I first started picking up punk. Okay. So they like got me into it. Nice, yeah. nice. And you said that you're not from here, right? No. Where are you from? I moved here from Wyoming, Jackson, oh Wyoming. Okay. Yeah, cool. Just about a year ago. Sweet. And what made you want to move here? I the music scene. Like really? Yeah. Like, Salt Lake is heavy, so... Yeah. Like they said. So. Yeah, I wouldn't think Wyoming would be... Yeah, yeah I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cool bands in Wyoming. There's a, there's a lot of talented people there. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah but... I don't know, it's just not, like, my place. Yeah. You know, but... Here, it's... I feel like I fit in better. I love it. That's cool. cool. That's yeah, tight. that's awesome. That's what's up. Um, and so, you guys talked a little bit about, kind of, the writing process... And so we were just kind of wondering kind of like what goes on behind the scenes of you guys writing, uh, writing music. Um, pretty much just like uh, either we'll just like when we get together to practice, sometimes like Sean will just start playing a groove and I'll start playing along or vice versa. Like I'll start playing something and he'll start jamming along. That's how a lot of stuff has come to be. And then... Uh, lately, a lot of it's just been, like, me and Andrew have been kind of getting into, uh, like, production, and we've been, like, we've bought a whole bunch of, uh, recording stuff so that, um, we can start doing that by ourselves. So a lot of it lately has just been, like, me and Andrew and Sean just sitting in front of a computer for hours and hours <laughs> and hours, just, like... Just in the lab. And just yeah. going over, you know riffs that we like and how that can tie into like maybe another song idea that Andrew had like a week ago yeah. you know what I mean like stuff like yeah. that um, yeah. that's what we've been doing lately and it's been working out pretty well and a lot faster than we expected yeah, it's been nice um, but it's also nice to you know just write and 
like jam and then also write at the same time. Yeah. You know, uh, that's always cool. Um, but yeah, when it comes to um, like everyone's individual parts, um, I think Chase comes up first. It's always like Chase comes up with like a really cool riff. And if, if we all dig it, then like he'll make a chorus out of it and then I'll put a drum beat behind it. And then, you know, we'll teach Axel the simple chords of that song okay. and he'll, he'll learn that. He can do his own thing. He can do his own thing. Devin kind of does the same thing. Like, we just sent it to Devin. He just figures out what he wants to do over the top of it. And then yeah. once we all get together for practice, we all, like, you know, jam together and see how that sounds and what needs to be changed and stuff. Nice. Um, and also lyrics. Lyrics go last. That's usually how we do it. That um, was actually going to be my next question, whether the music or the lyrics came first. Yeah, um, yeah. So lyrics come last every time. From what Usually, like... I, I don't know, I guess, it, like, they seem like they do. They from, seem like when they Andrew, do. Like, when Andrew, like, Andrew doesn't really present them to us until everything is pretty much there. And I think it's and, because Andrew um, just needs to, like, hear the song fully and try to get the feel of it, to just to see, you know, what he wants to write about according to how that song feels for him to him personally. Yeah. And so then he'll write what he needs to write, and then he'll, you know, he'll do his whole process and... And yeah, that, I think that's really how it goes. Yeah. Nice. And usually, like, once we get in, so, like, we, like, we'll, we'll write stuff out usually, and then we'll, uh, when we actually go and record up uh, with Bucket, um, that's who, like, that's our producer. Uh, Is he in Salt Lake? Yeah, yeah, he's in Salt Lake. He, um, he'll, he'll help us kind of go through and restructure parts and help us rewrite parts to make them stronger and, like, so I mean, a lot of there's there's a few a few songs on the record actually that turned out super different than what we had originally written. Uh, like satellites used to be like a six or seven minute song. Really. That just had like I mean we still had the the big epic ending kind of that we had planned for, but there was a lot of this a lot of stuff in the middle that um, either got cut way short. Or just that we scrapped completely. Wow. So it's like and all the songs have parts that have that way we've written originally and then just cut out. So there's there's a lot of stuff that even in those songs that people have heard, there's a lot of parts of those songs that people haven't heard, so it's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is pretty I cool. I feel like there's a song well when you're saying that it reminded me that there's a song in the album. I can't remember what it was, but it sounds almost like like crazy that's like uh like an 80s synthesizer oh elbow like room a, yeah 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 and yeah that was what just, wait what oh that's what? an elbow room yeah because i heard that and i was like that sounds different but it sounds good but <laughs> yeah. it's like that does not I, sound like dude, something we they were, would just put in we were like <laughs> trust me I, at first, first we were skeptical about it we we're like so our producer's just like Oh yeah, I'm just gonna throw this in here and like. What do you think about like, it? Like normally, like, maybe. maybe. Yeah, we're just like, oh, I guess. Like it doesn't sound anything like yeah. the rest of the album. But, but then once we listened to it overnight. Yeah, it and, just, and then we just came back the next day and we're like, fuck it, it's yes, it's good. Like, yeah, don't change it. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that. I thought that was cool. Um, sweet. Well, I know that you guys have one album out, um, but you have like a bunch of other singles. I mean, if you go on Spotify, you can, like, listen to, like, a bunch of random singles, but then there's, like, Roll With The Punches, right, is what it's called, the, yeah. the full-length album. Came out just about a year ago. <clears throat> yeah, almost, yeah. we're almost at a year almost now. Almost at a year. Sweet. Oh, sweet. Um, so in that time, you guys have had the chance to tour a little bit, um, and I, 
I mean, obviously I wasn't at any of those shows, but what, how has touring been? Cause I know I talked to Andrew a little bit about it and it seems like it was awesome, but kind of rough sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, so Nightmare going, going to one, going to a state and having no one there yeah. is Especially. a terrible feeling. But then going to a state somewhere else where you have a packed house and people singing along and like getting in the music is like an indescribable feeling. Yeah. And then you have all the ups and downs, like for example, like our last tour, the van broke down a bunch of times. Oh yeah. And we got stuck in like some really sketchy places. That was the most frustrating <laughs> yeah. time of like our lives. Like, <laughs> so you've got all these ups and downs that are just like, like the highs are really high and the lows can just be like rock bottom, just the worst thing in the world. But like, I mean, at the like by by the end of it. I was ready to be home. Like, I, oh, I, like, know you I think were, we, were, we were. Yeah, I was. We grumpy. drove straight back. Yeah, we <laughs> we drove straight back from Florida. Like, we oh, only stopped to sleep. Uh, like, we stopped to sleep twice, but we each of those times we only slept for maybe three or four hours, and then just kept driving. And, and we're just so, hoping that the van doesn't break. Yeah, yeah don't turn off the van. Or might not start again. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the freaking van, the alarm system. Yeah, or, dude, it just kind of does. The alarm does whatever it wants. And that's really frustrating because you're just like when to get you're out. in traffic, it'll just randomly go, and then, <laughs> and then remember that, that the RV person came out, yeah, <laughs> or this lady and she raised her hands and yeah, like, What dude. the heck? And then we're like, It's broken, <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Every time you hit the unlock button, the horn honks, like what? it doesn't matter. Oh, like, I know some cars when you hit the lock button twice to actually lock it, you know, it'll beep right, once, beep. yeah, but this one, like, if you hold down the unlock button, it just goes. Like, it just does some really weird stuff. We thought it was, like, possessed. Yeah, (laughs) something. (laughs) But, like, I mean, like, overall, like, I look back on it and, like, I I was definitely more grumpy at the end than I should have been. Probably just lack of sleep, honestly. But, (laughs) like, but, I mean, it was was worth it. It was fun. Like, it was super fun. It was quite a journey. But, like... I don't know. I think we grew closer as a band. Yeah. yeah. With I all those tough trials we're going through. <laughs> right. You, you know, like, <laughs> like being stuck in an O'Reilly parking lot for like oh. almost two days. Trying to replace oh, no. an alternator that, and we have no and idea what we're doing. Or Walmart where no one wanted to help us. Yeah, <laughs> dude. There was this guy. Like, we got <laughs> oh my God. The, the van wouldn't start because like Sean wanted to go in and take a baby wipe shower. And <laughs> I was okay. So, you know me when I when I drum, I sweat. Oh yeah, dude, it's gross. I think I saw Snapchat last night or yeah. Instagram story. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like a waterfall. Yeah. And so after show, I'm like, I gotta like wipe all this up. So we went to Walmart, and, and then the van, um, van, Andrew turned off the van and it wouldn't start again. And so like it's two in the morning, and Walmart was closed. It was like a what uh, neighborhood yeah, market, and I'm like, oh, no. okay. No. And this guy like rolls up to the vending machines that are out front. It's like two or three. Got himself a coke at three. And or something. so our guitarist, like, so Devin goes up to him, and he's like, "Hey man, like our van won't start. Do you think you could tr- uh, like give us a jump?" And the guy's just like, "No, nah, it won't work." <laughs> <laughs> he gets what? in his car and leaves, dude. He just looks at Devin like, nah. He's like, dude, okay. He was right, though. To be <laughs> he fair. was right. Because we tried jumping the van later on with and another, it didn't work. With another group of people. But there. the guy did not want to jump the van still. Like, the guy that actually did jump the van, he yeah. was just, like, grumpy the whole time. He was just like, dang. 
I mean, I don't blame him. Jumping <laughs> some random like kids in the middle of the night. I don't blame him too That's much, but gross. it was funny. Dang. But yeah, we've we've had some pretty awesome <laughs> memories on tour for sure. Yeah, where have you been your like best shows outside of Utah? Where do you think your best shows have been? Okay. Alabama was one of them. Alabama. Was that really? was way Mobile. fun, dude. Yeah. Alabama had like a ton of kids, a lot of energy. Uh, kids were singing along. That was fun. Wow. And then um, D- Dallas. Dallas is fun. Um, or Four wait, Austin. 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 Not Austin. Dallas. Mm. Um, Four Corners. Four Corners area is always really fun to play. Really. Um, That's surprising to me. I don't know why. Yeah, you'll it's. Know. It was a, it's a small town and like you don't know like what's gonna happen. And so, yeah. when, when, so we played a show and then all these kids showed up and like they were like having so much fun. We're like awesome and they bought like a bunch of merch and. Dang, Portland is always really fun. Portland, oh yeah, Portland Portland's great because like, see the one thing I like about Portland is just like I don't know. Like the scenery there and how green it is and yeah. like all the lakes, the people there, all the really people chill. are so nice and chill and like it's a great music scene down there and like I think we're gonna do um, a, like a weekend warrior there. Okay. In October. And for those that don't know, weekend warrior is just like a like a three stop tour. Yeah, right? like just like a little thing. something that you can just do over the weekend, like in the surrounding states and. Come back to like work. come back to work on Monday and gotcha. You know, not feel absolutely totally drained. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds super fun, actually. It'd be tight. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun, dude. It's like I don't know. We should do that every weekend. <laughs> I wish I, I wish we could. Every Van that sucks cool. gas. Man. Uh, work weekends, dude. Ugh, that's rough. Um, we manage. <laughs> yeah. Well. um... I kind of want to, we want to get a couple more questions at you before we finish up, but uh, you guys are signed to a record label, right? Called? Uh, Manic Cat. Manic Cat Records, yeah. How did that come to be? How did, because I know they're from New York, right? Yeah. Like, how did they, how did they find out about you or how did you get their attention? Um, how did that whole process happen? That was actually uh, the Never Bring Me Down video that we actually didn't like, so it was, it was me, Andrew, and Sean, um, and then we didn't really have, like, we didn't have, I guess Houston was in the band still too, but like, um, we didn't have, we didn't have like a, an official guitarist. Hmm. Um, but me, Andrew and Houston didn't really want to shoot the video for Never Bring Me Down. Really? And, and so like, we just thought it was a lot of money, but like we shot it and while we were like, once we released it, uh, we were out on tour with Noise Brigade and we were playing this terrible show in... Albuquerque, New Mexico. There's <laughs> nobody there. Yeah, I don't like you, Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's in Albuquerque, just know that I don't like you. I'm <laughs> um, and I'm not coming back. <laughs> but like, they they hit us up while we were at that show, and they're like, "Hey, we know you guys are on tour right now, but when you guys get back, we'd like to set up a conference call and talk about um, possibly signing you guys." And I remember we got that message up. like right after our little show there and <laughs> like we were, like we were yeah. set up, like even though even though like the show is terrible like and the, the promoter energy. the promoters gave us freaking pizza yeah. and he's like sorry couldn't get yeah, anyone it's like man i don't like there was pizza. no promotion or anything it was kind of crappy but that's just kind of some stuff you'll deal yeah, with you on deal the road with that but, stuff. but when, yeah we um it took us how long maybe like another three months to sign to them yeah 
Like it, we were thinking about it, and we were looking over the contract they sent us, and we wanted to make sure that we weren't getting screwed over. Right. Um, we sent it to, well, yeah, we sent it to a couple of people who were, like, you know, really good when it comes to, you know, contracts, you know, to pick things on what's sketch and what's not. Right. Um, it was and a pretty good contract. It was a pretty really, good contract like overall. Was... Like, it, I mean, they're an indie label, so they're just starting up. And yeah. We figured it would be a good, like, a good uh, first step for us, kind of, like... I guess not necessarily first step, but a good, you know, like a good step for us to take just for, for like exposure wise. Right. Um, just cause like we had like, I, with full confidence, I know we have the talent and we have the music that people want to listen to, yeah. but we needed like some kind of exposure to help, yeah. to help us get it out there. Right. And so Manica helped us get there through, um, you know, they helped us stream it through, you know, all types of music apps like Google Play, Amazon MP3, um, you know, Apple, you know, Spotify, you know. Right. And so that's what really kick-started our fan base. And yeah. um, and and so we're, we're thankful for Manicat for that. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, that's all I can say about Manicat. I, I think that the, the, should I talk about the, like, what was the agreement specifically? Or? No. I am kind of yeah. interested just a little bit just to know, like, what... Like, what do they actually do to help? Like, I know that they got you onto Spotify, but, like, do they help book tours? Do they pay for stuff? Do um, they, like, do anything like so that? So they, they help, like, they help uh, they help produce, like, our CDs. So, um, like, all the casing and all that stuff, like, they pay for that. Yeah, so they give us really all the nice. hard copies that we can sell at shows. Um, and so they, they and it's that. free and it's nice. Like, yeah. That's cool. And then they help us, like, they help pay for music videos. Normally they, like... They would cover videos, like they have a guy out in New York that they said that if we want to go shoot videos with him, yeah. then like, we can go out there and shoot videos with him and they'll cover it completely, but like, we just like Tim Burton's work. I, so Your videos are awesome. They, yeah. They, he just kills it every time, so yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, we just choose to work with him. He's like an extra $100, so like, we cover that $100. And they take care of the rest. Cool. Um, yeah. And they like um, they would help pay for the recording if we went out and record with their guy. But again, we just like we like Bucket. He's yeah. he's helped us kind of create a sound, and um, like we just we just want to make sure that anything that we do for like after we work with him, we just need to make sure that everything we do is at least on par with that or better. And like, so that's just why we keep working with him is just cause he'll always, he'll always help us take everything to the next step and, or at least keep it, you know, the same. So cool. Like they, they help us with a lot of things like that. Um, they technically have in-house booking, but just from our personal experience, we've just learned it's better to book your own stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You, like you can follow up with people directly and just thing, things get done that way. So, like, we've just kind of sh- strayed away from going the route of letting other people book stuff for us. Like, we just do it ourselves. It's easier. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. That's tight. Good deal. You got um, any more? Yeah, so we, we, we got a couple. Of we have time that... for a couple questions. And I have one more question for you, Sean. Oh, okay. Specifically, but I want it to be the last question. Okay. But if you got any more, if yeah, you don't, then I'll go for it. A couple quickies. What's your guys' favorite song to play? Oh, nice one. Uh, oh, no. I like... Um, I like Disorder. That one's fun. Disorder's fun. I think my personal favorite's Elbow Room because I get really emotionally invested in it when I play. 
and just because of the lyrics, how it resonates with me, and just like, I don't know, it's just a great groovy song, and we're, we play it really tight live, um, and tight, yeah, tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. Yeah, dude, that's, that's one of my favorites, too. I, think. I always Either that one or Patience, like, Patience is also really fun to play, uh, man. Hard. It's just it's <laughs> it's just fun playing all this stuff. Like I think that's like an important part is just like writing stuff that's fun for you to play because like I, like a lot of people talk about. I mean, I guess we haven't like toured 180 days out of the year or whatever. So sure. like we like I guess we don't know how that feels yet. But I figure if you write stuff that's fun for you to play, you won't get sick of playing it. Like if you can challenge yourself a little bit. Yeah. And, when we when we write, we always wanted to like enjoy the writing process and just like I don't know just like when we're writing we just we just have to stay inspired when we write so that when it's completed like we'll know that we're gonna have fun with this song for sure nice that's awesome yeah cool and then last question I had um, your album is Roll With The Punches is there any story behind how that name came to be? um so we we had like a ton of different names for the album uh yeah there's a lot of names and we had a lot of disagreements throughout the months yeah (laughs) everyone's like no 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 but houston's old band uh they were called the boy that lives um they had a song uh called roll with the punches and we actually we wanted to actually use that song as a band but then just because it was kind of uh like it was a really cool song. Like it's still a really fun song to jam to because it's just got a lot of energy and stuff. But it just wasn't right for us. Um, and he just kind of wanted to keep that separate still. But, um, but the title with, alone, the, the title like fit everything, like with the like actual tracks and the stories of each track because like each track is kind of about a trial right. in a way. So like that's kind of why roll with the punches fit is just because it's like you know like you got all this stuff that's happening like in life and it's kind of just like yeah like life's always going to throw punches at you um whether it's you know with that with anything you're going through like you're not going to escape pain or anything like you're just going to have to roll with the punches (laughs) (laughs) like as long as you just got to roll with it man and you'll be you'll be good that's that's kind of why that like why that worked why that stuck so cool. cool i like that that's a cool story that, I mean, it was like a song that Houston used to play, and then it kept going. It's a, a lot of people probably don't know that, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I didn't even know that. Right <laughs> <laughs> after that. <laughs> um, cool. So I just have one more question, and then we'll just ask you guys a little about what's what's in the future, um, like shows the next couple months. I know you guys have announced a couple, and and then uh, we always finish with a song, um, a song suggestion or two. And so if you guys want to think of a song that... It doesn't have to be by you, but if you want, you know, our listeners to listen to one of your songs, just choose one and you can, maybe a song from each of you that you like now okay. that you can suggest. Cool. Um, but the question I have for Sean is, there's a music video, you guys have a music video for a song called Vagabond mm-hmm. that I actually got to act in, which yeah. was super fun. Um, you did good. That was, <laughs> that was fun. Um, I definitely scored my wife. Because of that music video. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but when, like, that was like, that music video came out when we first started dating, and she did tell me that she saw it and she thought it was really cool. So, 
Um, <clears throat> but uh, if you look really closely at you, Sean, when you're playing, mm-hmm. there's some pictures of you on the wall <laughs> yeah. behind you, and I kind of just want to know what that is, who that is, and why. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Okay, she's been my crush for many, many, many years, <laughs> and she's an actress, and it's, you, you ever heard of Chloe Grace Moretz? Oh, I, I saw you posted on Facebook about her yesterday. Yes, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, pretty recent, too. Dude, I can't, like, I can't judge too much, because, like, so that room is now my bedroom. Okay. And the pictures, and the are, pictures still are still on the <laughs> You didn't even take it down. You're like, eh, she's hot enough. Yeah, dude. I, guess, I Well, I was just like, well, it's not like the worst thing to have on my wall, so I guess I'll just leave it. Like, whatever. <laughs> but my, the reason why I did that is because I wanted, I wanted my hope was, was hopefully Chloe could see the video and maybe see me in it. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, dude. Like, uh, I just thought it was kind of funny. Oh, it is. Funny. It was more it was of a choking type yeah, thing. Dude. But like, it'll be, it's, uh, funny. it's just it's the funny. thought of like, what if she comes across this video, <laughs> she's gonna think I'm a freaking creep. <laughs> it's like I don't care. Like, as long as you notice me and know that I exist. Just acknowledge my existence just once. And, and Chloe, if you're listening to this, I'll, I'll take you on a good date. <laughs> real good date and that's all that's all I'm gonna say awesome awesome well thanks guys for coming yeah thanks um, for having us it's been us. great it's having you guys fun. yeah, yeah. Been super fun it's, it's been super cool um, we're excited for what you guys have coming up speaking of that just real quick any shows that are coming up that maybe we can we can go to or any new music maybe a timeline um okay so uh August 28th in Spanish Fork with Harbor Patrol. It's actually their EP release show. Uh, they've showed it to us, and it's actually really freaking cool. I like the songs get stuck in my head. Nice. So I'm, I'm actually really excited for them to get that out. Um, so and Shatterproof and um, Shatterproof from Colorado. We've actually played with them a couple times, and they're really cool. Kind of like a more emo yellow card. Cause they've got like a violin player. Oh, wow. And, uh, like, they're actually really cool to watch, and they're really cool dudes. Um, and uh, then Avoid, and they're from Washington, I think. So they're going to be rolling through and playing the show. Um, also, Devin Barris from uh, the new Sumerian Records band, In Motive. Okay. He's going to be playing. Um, he's going to be opening the show. And then two days later, we're playing with Jason Richardson and Luke Holland, and Stola's in Salt Lake at the in Salt Lake dock. at the Loading Dock. Um, and actually, tomorrow uh, we start recording for the new. Whoa! Yes. Nice. So, like Sick. actually, like it'll be. It's actually like going to be an official thing. So like, I mean, it'll be. Like we've, I mean, we've been demoing and writing and recording for a while, but like, but we're pretty now we're actually going in with Bucket we're and getting enough stuff. to start recording. Nice. Solidified and getting That's it ready legit. to release, and we'll probably um, well, we're I think what the plan is to do over the next few months is to release a song or two every month. Okay. For the next little while, and kind of focus on you know doing videos and doing uh, stuff to increase the social media presence, and then once we've released all the songs that we've written, then we'll compile them all into one album. And whether that's an EP or a full length, that's kind of yet to be 
decided. And then we also have an acoustic EP in the works that should Whoa. be... That will probably actually be released before anything... Uh, before any of the actual like full band stuff that we're doing. So like, cool. we've already started recording for the acoustic EP. Start recording for the full for the actual one tomorrow. And yeah, so there's ex- yeah. there's a lot of exciting things that are happening. Um, so yeah, stay stay tuned. There's, it's gonna be awesome. Nice, <laughs> awesome. Well, real quick to finish it off, let's just go through some song suggestions. Okay. Um, what do you guys suggest? If it doesn't, it could be a Wired for Havoc song that you love, or it could be any song that you're super into right now. We've done. I mean, last week we did an episode on Neck Deep. And so we just talked about Nick Deep. We did the new Knuckle Puck song. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think? Um, let's see. Good Wage War album. That's a good one. It's solid. The new Wage War is that really good. That was a really good album. Um, that last song with Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, real Johnny Cash. Let's go ahead and listen to Johnny Cash. Um, <laughs> there was one specific song that i've been just like jamming while you're looking while you're looking i'll say mine so i would say mine is stay home by um american football cool um that it's a great band like they've been around since like 1999 um they've had like a like a 10 plus year hiatus and they just barely came back uh, they're like a, they're basically a dad band they're like in their 40s <laughs> and stuff but like it's it's great music it's really chill and yeah i recommend that song Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I would say Tether by Disperse. That is a, uh, it's kind of like a really cool, like, I don't know. It's like the 1975 with like kind of like a pop punky feel with like a progressive feel too. So it's kind of, it's, I don't know. It's, they're a really cool band. They've got a lot of, uh, a lot of really cool stuff on their album. That's just, it's all over the place. Uh, that's why I really like it. Sweet. Yeah. Good yeah. one, Axel. Pressure is off. Well, you did. You did say Johnny Cash would wage war. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really right. Good. That was one. Well, that I just listen to albums because um, where I work, I just like I don't know. I print T-shirts. Okay. Sometimes I have to print like I don't know hundreds of them, so I can't stop. Gotcha. So I listen to like full albums. So. All right. So yeah. would you suggest the whole wage war uh, album? Let's go with Johnny Cash. <laughs> All right. Johnny <laughs> Cash. Cool. Johnny Cash. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll look forward to hearing from, from you guys more in the future. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. We will.